Welcome to the Batman Tasticast, celebrating the 30th anniversary of the greatest animated television series of all time. Teen Wolf, no, Batman the Animated Series. Our podcast offers a deep dive into each episode and a full series retrospective from two nerds who really like Batman. Seated across the table from me, his hair is perfect, Mike Staub. And seated across the table from me... He was looking for a place called Lee Ho Fuchs, and he's going to get himself a big dish of beef chow mein, Mr. Jordan Hugh. Have you ever had beef chow mein? No. It is fucking outstanding. I imagine. I think people don't get it a lot, because I I think not everyone likes the chow mein consistency. It's, it's, uh, chow mein is, um... My dad was a chicken chow mein guy my whole life. Chicken chow mein is also delicious. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it's actually like fairly healthy for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's uh, it's got a clear sauce. Yeah, it's like one of the things that is like better to order. And yeah. like it's steamed. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. You know. Steamed chicken. No, I've never had beef chow mein, but I'd probably delicious. enjoy it. Delicious yeah. with basically any kind of rice. Mm-hmm. And uh, and for me, lots of soy sauce. Because I fucking love soy sauce. Soy sauce is lovely. Folks, we are covering today season one, episode 43 of Batman the Animated Series. This episode is called Moon of the Wolf. Uh-hoo! And we're in for a treat today because uh, not only will this complete our Animal People two-parter, yeah, which we shared with last week's Tiger Tiger, yeah, which was certainly an episode, yes. Um, also because this episode is written by a comic books legend. Yes, it is. Right, this is written by. I'm gonna mispronounce this. Is this Len Wein? I think it's Len Wein. Len Wein. Yeah. Uh, Len Wein, of course, fucking is the creator of Swamp Thing yep. and pretty much the man responsible for Wolverine. Yep. Uh, so. Yep. This guy, uh, and, he's still uh, with us, Len Wein. Yeah. I believe so. Uh, amazing guy, has contributed so much to the world of comics, and I was just kind of thrilled to see that he contributed anything to this show. And he uh, he gave us Wolverine in this episode. <laughs> he, he sure did. But not Ben Vereen. Um I'm going to say this by way of initial thoughts. You can tell they think it's really cool that he's writing this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. they kind of try a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's got like the guitar riff. <laughs> Yeah, for like the the theme music, which I don't get because I don't associate electric guitar with werewolves. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, I, have, also, I associate basketball more with werewolves. <laughs> Len Wein gives Batman some snappy, colorful dialogue oh, yeah, in this he one. He's just calling the guy Shaggy a yep, lot. Yep, it's, yep. It's real weird. Zoinks! Yeah, it's it's a weird episode. Come for on, dialogue. dog man. That said, um, as much as I was excited for Len Wein, and I think Dixie Bast is a generally pretty good director for this show. Um, this is not not a great episode. No, at all. Um, it's not among the worst episodes, but it's at the bottom. Yeah, nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, um, it's not good. But I'll, uh, again, another pro. I think the werewolf's pretty fucking cool. I looking. like the werewolf. Yeah, they very did. classic. Classic. It's got the glowy eyes. It yeah. slobbers. It looks fucking nasty. Yeah, it looks yeah, like yeah, it's gonna yeah, kill you. Yeah. I think part of the drawback of this episode is that the werewolf can't kill anybody. Yeah, because no. it's a kid show. No, so you can't have someone being torn apart. And when you do the transformations, you can't really do a really good transformation. Like for all the transformations in Moon of the Wolf, which is a total werewolf episode, uh, they're not even as good as the transformations that we see in On On Leather Wings when Langstrom becomes Bambat. So um, this episode is broadcast order number thirty-six. Sadly, they didn't stack this up with Tiger Tiger. <laughs> they didn't I actually think that was smart. Um, this right. was something that all that. Right. <laughs> Uh, broadcast got right where production got wrong. Do you think they you were do not sitting, want these episodes to be back? Do you think when they were figuring out and mapping out the series and how they were going to produce it, they were sitting in the writers' room and one guy goes, "Okay, I got an episode where we turn Catwoman into a Catwoman," and another guy's like, "I got an episode with a werewolf," and they're like, "Let's just do them at the same time." Right? It's like a keymaster gatekeeper yeah, situation. It's like, like, "Oh, we got to get these two together." Yeah, I think that would be an extremely bad idea. Rip, rip that bandaid right off. That's right. 
Um, yeah, so again, I just want to mention uh, with Len Wein on board, the dialogue for Batman is just a, a noticeably sort of different take. Um, it's it's Wolverine-ish. It is. It's Wolverine-ish for Batman. I I could see Len Wein thinking that Batman and Wolverine are at least somewhat similar. They are similar. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the Batman dialogue is more pronounced. It's colorful. And of course, Batman, normally on this show, he's yeah. kind of pretty he's taciturn he doesn't speak much in general yeah when he does there there is a little bit of quippiness but not this much yeah um so yeah so this episode moon of the wolf it is directly based on a len Wein comic of the same name which is why he is yeah. writing this episode yeah. and probably also um, why he got the credit Totally. And I like that they brought him in. Yeah. Romulus. I mean. Tony Romulus, Anthony Romulus in this episode. I I mean, they didn't even try. Well, neither did J.K. Rowling. No, she she did not. Remus Lupin. Remus Lupin. His name is Wolf Wolf. (laughs) His name is Wolf Wolf. Wolf Wolf. And guess what, guys? He's a werewolf. He's a werewolf. Yeah. So they went ahead with that. That's a transformation, um, though, in that movie. Just, uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I just wanted to mention, uh, Romulus is kind of just one of many failed animal-based villains that Batman has, but also that seemingly every superhero has. Yeah. Where they're just like, I don't know, make it an animal guy. And yeah. now we're just kind of piling up a ton of these guys. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man famously had the Legion of Losers. Which are mostly animal-themed. A bunch of those guys. And they all show up in Across the Spider-Verse. They do. The kangaroo, the gibbon, the spot. Kangaroo was in Spider-Verse? I think so. I think for I a second. The Grizzly definitely is, and the Gibbon notice. definitely is. I didn't notice Kangaroo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, it's like a quick shot like in the prison section. I think the Kangaroo's in there. Right. Okay. But yeah, Romulus is here, and yep, he's just another shitty animal villain similar to Tigris or Gar- also, Garth from last he's, week. He's also Gotham's best athlete. Apparently, according to him. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, this episode does relate to Tiger Tiger more than in just it being oh, about geez. an animal person. We have a character in common who's from the minor cast of characters of the show, John Hamner. What? He is the security guard at the Gotham Zoo. He was terrorized last week by a tiger and a gorilla man. And now he's being terrorized this week by a werewolf. This guy should leave the zoo. He should leave the zoo. But the he, zoo can't pay that well for a security <laughs> guard, unless this is the second job. He's back again. It's got to be a second job. I I don't think it is. I think this is his main job. Yeah. And it's just not worth it. I don't think so. Like, if he's a security guard at the zoo, he could be a security guard anywhere. Like, could work at a bank. Yeah, but it's Gotham. Do you think he's walking around his actual dog in this episode, or is that, like, the zoo's dog? I feel like that's the security dog. I like, hope it is. Otherwise, this dog. poor dog. This poor dog. Imagine if it was his dog. It's just like how he brought his home dog. He's yeah. just going to have a nice, quiet night. Get walking into a fight with zoo. a werewolf. Fight with a werewolf. I want to mention this because it's not mentioned in the IMDb trivia, and I just thought this was like an interesting fun fact for our yeah. listeners who are into the comics. Um, so our connection to Tiger Tiger, I just mentioned, yeah, John Hamner, but actually it connects another way, but through the comics. In the Batman Adventures number 21, the comic book, Yeah. Um, so Anthony Romulus has an encounter with Emil Dorian which is our mad scientist from Tiger Tiger from the previous episode. Uh, Dorian has escaped from Arkham Asylum, and he joins up with Romulus. Uh, you know, he's going to join up with him in exchange for a cure that would restore his human form. Okay, and in that same comic, Man Bat, Tigress from the previous episode, Dorian and Romulus's werewolf form are all apparently killed in an explosion at the end of that so comic book. They, Though, I'm sure they don't actually die. Who knows? They but wiped out all the animal people. <laughs> I think they were like, there's too many. There's too many. <laughs> Got it. We can do Man Bat. Right. There's a few successful ones, but they're like, nah. See, I want that. Man Bat and Killer Croc are the only really two successful. That's the team I need. 
who's the brains in there? Man bat in the human form. Man bat human form. Then he would have to be able to transform on Will. But he can't. But he can't. So if you have Man bat, Romulus, Killer Croc. Yeah. And uh, who else do we want? Do we want to bring Tigress back? I don't really want any of them. Yeah, it's a pretty bad team. Tigress is better off alone. What would you call that team? I don't know. They fucking suck. Yeah, they're bad. Animal Crackers. Animal Animal Crackers, pretty good. There you go. They're not circus themed, but whatever. They could be. Put Mad Hatter in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the brains. <laughs> that's definitely Maybe the that's brains. what happens. Mad Hatter controls all of them with animal themed Not bad. Ba- yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. See, we're geniuses. Yeah, this is it. We should write comic books. Let's just touch quickly on the IMDb trivia. There's actually more more than you would expect for this episode. Of course. The newspaper photo headline Batman Foils Robbery Attempt that Milo holds in his hut because he has a hut hideout in yes, this he episode. Does. Milo has the worst hideout of any Milo's villain. Milo's terrible. Is that the one that says Seabast on it? No. Oh yes, this... his hideout says Seabast on yeah, it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um this paper has a caption. It says amateur photographer Bruce Tim takes a rare photo of Batman in action. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, just as you just mentioned, right, uh, Dr. Milo's hut, where Anthony Romulus returns at the end of each transformation, has a sign on it that says Seabass Construction. Of course, this episode is directed by Dick Seabass. Very nice. The quote-unquote August games mentioned in the episode, which I thought were autumn games, but I was probably wrong, mm-hmm. are a reference to the games of the uh, 25th Olympiad held in Barcelona in July and August 92, the Barcelona Olympics. Uh, concluded nearly three months to the day before this episode aired. So I guess that's supposed to be what that is. Keep it, keep it. This story, as we already said, it is an adaptation of a Len Wein story from Batman Volume 1, number 255. Uh, That's, of course, Wein and Neil Adams. Oh, Neil Adams. Two fucking legends, legends, legends. legends. Neil Adams' art is excellent. Batman repeatedly calls the werewolf by the nickname Harry. Uh, In its human form, it is voiced by Harry Hamlin. Very nice. nice. Uh, but I think Harry was just something that Len Wein thought would be cool if Batman said it. All right, Harry. Dr. Milo tells Romulus he has lycanthropy, oh. as in werewolf. Oh. Though there is an ancient myth that those with lycanthropy shapeshift into wolves, the actual disease of lycanthropy is a psychological disorder <laughs> in which a person has delusions of becoming a wolf. Okay. Ah. I didn't know that was a real thing. Okay, the werewolf's name is Romulus. Yeah, we know. This is based off the mythological story of Remus and his brother Romulus. They were raised by wolves before before founding Rome. I wish he spoke like that. Yo, what are you doing? I'm Tony Romulus. I'm Tony Romulus. It's my brother Remus Remus Romulus. Remus Romulus is great. We're wolf, 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 wolf. (laughs) I took a sip of something at the wrong time. Mike, I think there's nothing we can do except launch into dun, the episode. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, season 1, episode 43, Moon of the Wolf. We get our theme song and then the title card. Pretty good title card. Yeah. It's a shadow like, yeah. of a scary-looking werewolf against a rising blue full moon. Yeah. You get left-aligned like major motion picture font mm-hmm. and then rock guitar music. Yeah. Yeah, it's like this, this guitar, electric guitar riff we'll hear throughout the episode. This episode is directed by Dick Seabass, Big Dick Seabass, we call him, and yep. written by Len Wein. So, Dick and Wein. Yep. Yep. Not this even, whole episode is not about. Not even trying. We open with a shot of the night sky, a full moon, of Are course. We... Is the moon ever not full in Gotham City, I wonder? Uh, no. The clouds pass. We close in on a pathway. Uh, our security guard friend from Tiger Tiger yep. is walking his dog. I did the Leo point. Yeah. 
Um, I can't believe that was whatever. Know, okay. Well, he, they are six episodes apart in uh, in broadcast. Well, yeah. Right. Uh, the dog begins to growl. The guard dog, and uh, our buddy, uh, our buddy John. Uh, I already, Johnny already forgot his name. John, John Hamner. Hamner. John Hamner. <laughs> what a natural name. Yeah, it's totally normal. Yeah, our buddy John Hamner. He's looking with his flashlight out over the uh, park or zoo. We're not really sure. I think it's the park. Um, and his gaze settles on a nearby tunnel. The dog keeps growling as something emerges, but it's like a, a friendly jogger. She calls out, hi. <laughs> uh, and it looks like Hamner kind of checks her out for a second. He kind of whistles. His dog sniffs around, and then we, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's something rustling in the trees. Yeah, and, and then we do a hard cut. Yep. To a fucking terrifying werewolf Dude, with glowing eyes. They, they did no not. Time. They did not bury the lead like, on that like, one. Yo, put the werewolf they're like, right away. Listen, this is fucking Moon of the Wolf. I want the werewolf thirty seconds in. I don't want to wait. We're not seeing like a paw. No. And an eye. Right into full, full werewolf. Full you werewolf. Got, you gotta go full werewolf. Wait, listen, if you're going werewolf, hashtag you full go werewolf. Full, hashtag full werewolf. Hashtag werewolf, yes. Werewolf, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh the terrifying werewolf with glowing eyes, he's snarling, he's got sharp teeth, he is pretty fucking scary. Jumps out at the guard, confronts the guard's dog, and fucking tosses the dog like it's Baxter off the goddamn bridge and anchor man. Yep. I can't help but notice, Mike, that our slobbering werewolf friend is sporting some nice blue jeans. I d- you, Courtesy of our buddy, Dr. Do think, Langstrom, I think. Do you think. think he got him from Langstrom? He absolutely did. Yeah. Everyone knows that if you're someone that transforms into an animal, you go to Kirk Langstrom for yeah, jeans. Yeah, because he's got the best pants for the He's job. got the best stretchy jeans that you can buy in yeah. 1938. Yep. And that's what's going to get yep. you by. Yeah. Stretchy jeans for the man who transforms on the go. Yes. It's a good because call. you never know. Unstable molecules. You never know. <clears throat> uh, anyway, guard runs away. <laughs> Because, of course, he ends up knocking himself unconscious. I think he ran into a wall or yeah. something. I don't know. He's yeah. a fucking idiot. Uh, Batman just shows up with a flying kick. Yep. Lenween, no subtlety. Nope. Batman's Batman usually right is like in. observing, lurking, looking. He's like, nope, flying kick. Boom. Boom. Uh, the masquerade party's over, Harry, is Batman's first line in the episode. Good. And uh, shall I call you Logan Weapon X? No, Wolverine. We have borrowed Wolverine's dialogue, yes. Yes. Batman puts him in a fucking headlock. Werewolf throws him off. Batman is undeterred. And seeing that, the werewolf tosses the guard into the river. It's a pretty smart werewolf. Oh, yeah. He's bright. So Batman, of course, we know Batman's going to have to save this guy. So he jumps in the river. And when he surfaces with him, of course, the werewolf is gone. Why wouldn't he be? Yeah. Well, Mr. John Hamner, you're a very lucky fella. We get an establishing shot of the police station. We go inside Gordon's office. Yeah. We don't get to find out what Gordon needed Helen to get him because Batman, like, hangs up his phone for him. Yeah, Batman, yeah, you're a dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Batman, Batman is so brutal. He's so mean to Gordon, like Gordon, his only friend. Yeah, like, nobody likes Batman except for Gordon. Even Robin doesn't like Batman that much. No, yeah. And Gordon, everyone just tolerates him. Yeah. Gordon likes Batman. He does. He likes him. Yeah, he's kind of mean. Yeah, he's, he's, just, he's like, come on, dude. All right. So, he hangs up Gordon's phone. We get uh, Batman reporting on a mugger in a werewolf mask. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure, Batman. Uh, World's greatest detective. Sure. Gordon searches his database on his computer. Thank you, computer. Um, And the only thing that comes up to match is that two Alaskan timber wolves have gone missing from the Gotham Zoo last Friday. Uh Uh-oh. We as viewers are already putting together, wait, hang on, real wolves have gone missing and we just saw the guard from the zoo in the park. Something's up. Tiger, tiger, part two. That's it. 
Gordon says that he'll put Bullock on the case. Great, oh, great. Bad idea. And dials up Helen to do that. Batman finds some of the fur from the fight he just had uh, from the werewolf, and he theorizes maybe, hmm, maybe the mugger wasn't wearing a mask. Yeah, no fucking duh. Uh, Gordon looks over at him, but he, it's too late. It's just the open window, and Batman has already disappeared. Mike, would it kill him? Just be like, all right, Gordon, I'll see you later. Yeah, dude, dude I'll take catch you later. I'm I'll out. Just be like, how about even just like a peace? Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, something. So no. Gordon knows to be like, oh, he's not going to be there anymore. If there's something really important, I have to tell him I don't have to light up the, the spotlight on the roof. But I think Batman likes the spotlight. He he does. Yeah. He's that it's a bat symbol. ego. It's a symbol. It's a symbol. Next, an establishing shot of the Gotham Coliseum, which is some, some kind of like sporting arena. Now it's under construction. We're actually going to spend a lot of time here, and I didn't even realize how much. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, but that's what it says on the banner. That's under construction. We pan over to the worst villain hideout in series history. Yep. I, it, this is just under Killer Croc sewer for me. Yeah. This is worse. Milo stinks. Inside the one-room hut hideout on the construction lot, uh, we get Achilles Milo, Professor Milo, last seen as the secondary villain in Cat Scratch Fever. Uh, by the way, Achilles Milo is voiced by the late actor Treat Williams. Yep. He just passed away. Just right? passed away. Just passed away, like away like recently. Two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very sad. Um, I think in uh, in an accident. Yeah. Um, sad. Treat Williams is a great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we get Professor Milo in here. He is reading at his desk when suddenly the the werewolf bursts Just through the door. Through the door, man. Destroying the wall. We get that crazy guitar riff. He's trashing the place. You know, Milo doesn't seem too concerned. He's pausing a stopwatch. Just under the wire. Oh, please, spare me the melodrama. This dude's wrecking his house. As the werewolf is just destroying everything. He's clearly in pain. He's reverting to his human form. Milo assures him that everything's going to be fine now, that Hamner has been taken care of. Uh, oh. But now that we see the werewolf in this human form, the human form tells him that, uh, uh-uh, Hamner's still out there. Batman interfered. Uh-oh. Uh, obviously, something will have to be done about him, says Milo. <laughs> Milo crumples up a copy of the Gotham Times with the headline, Batman Foils Robbery Attempt. Lovely. Good old Batman. Good old Batman. Next scene is a shot of a radio, and uh, the radio host is talking about how former Olympic champion Anthony Romulus... Who announces uh, that his he's going to double his contribution to a local charity if Batman shows up personally to collect the check? Oh boy! The camera pans over the city at dusk, and we settle on the exterior of what we find out is a gym somewhere in like the, the skyline of Gotham. Yeah, it's like a it's like a yeah, it's a, it's it's a it's a high gym. It's a modern day like bro gym. Yeah, but like back then. But also like in the penthouse. Where right. gyms typically aren't because weights are very heavy. And taking weights upstairs and escalators. Well, it's just not a good place for a It's a terrible place for a gym. And I don't think Bruce Wayne would work out there. He has his say. own gym. We've he seen it. He has his own gym. He has a home gym. He does not need to do that. No. Also, like, that would kind of give Bruce Wayne away. Like, wow, why is Bruce Wayne so jacked? Yeah. <laughs> right. How much can Bruce Wayne bench? About 500 pounds. Yeah, he's bench a lot. Oh, man. That's kind of suspicious, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, he's also... Has anyone ever seen Batman and Bruce Wayne together? Nah. Uh. Actually, there was that one time. <laughs> there was that yeah. one time. Yeah. Um, the fucking Hugo Strange yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where Strange Bro- Secret of Bruce Wayne. Where Robin was Batman. Right. He had to put on stilts. He he did. Thankfully, no Robin in this no, episode. Good. Um, um, unless he got eaten by the werewolf. That would be great. Yeah. 
Wouldn't it be nice if Robin got eaten by the big old werewolf in this show? Pretty good. You're welcome, listeners. Uh, we go to the interior of the gym. The camera pans over all the young, well-to-do folks working out. These clearly like the rich bitches working out. Very 80s. Very 80s. Very 80s. Tony Romulus and Bruce are working out side-by-side benching weights. And when Tony sits up, we see, oh, it's the guy who is the werewolf. Yeah, he's the werewolf. And he basically looks like a longer, leaner Harvey Dent, except he's got a unibrow. Yeah. That is his defining feature. Yeah, yeah. I give him a one rich, eyebrow. Rich, handsome, fit man somehow just is like, yeah, I have a unibrow. I'm not going to trim that. Give him one eyebrow, says the animators. Yeah, the animator. How are we going to make him look different than Harvey Dent? One eyebrow. eyebrow. He could have been the unibrow. No, that no. could have been his villain name. Maybe he turns into a giant eyebrow. I like it. I like it better than this episode. Maybe that's a hint that he's the werewolf. Because <laughs> his like, hair's out of control. Yeah, his hair's nuts. Uh, listeners, if you have a unibrow, shave that fucking shit. What are you doing? I don't know, man. The only reason anyone should have a unibrow is if you're like 11 or 12 years old and your hair's just starting coming in in weird places. Yeah. Now you have a unibrow. And no one's made fun of you for it yet. Mm-hmm. That's the only time it's okay to have a unibrow. Yeah. Or if you're like Frida Kahlo. But she's Dead. Dead. If you're a Frida Kahlo impersonator, you can have it. Maybe. Maybe. Or if you're doing a Helga ho- uh, cosplay from uh, Hey Arnold. Yeah, Helga Pataki. Right. Otherwise, no. No. They're benching weights. Bruce claims he hasn't seen much of Tony of late. It's probably because Bruce is Batman. Tony's a werewolf. Uh, they are joined by a trainer named Andrea, who I think might be a little salute to Andrea Romano. Yes. Tony and Bruce begin to run the indoor track with Andrea. I kind of like the indoor track. I do too. I'm kind of a fan of, of that. That's kind of cool. I liked it too. That's and about Andrea it. asks Tony about wanting to meet Batman, and Tony makes some stupid joke about wanting to meet Gotham's second greatest athlete. And Bruce just is kind of running behind them, giving them like a little fucking face. He's like, like all beat, right. I can't wait to beat this guy's face. Yeah, that and like, Tony, what are you up to, bud? Yeah, what are you, what are you doing? What are and you also, doing? Batman's clearly the city's greatest athlete. And greatest detective fucking steroid head yeah yeah juicer you, yeah you know he's juicing all right uh we pan over to the interior of the bat cave uh and uh alfred is fixing up the batmobile and uh batman is watching some nat geo a little special on alaskan timberwolves nat geo baby alfred asks him if he's preparing to get a new pet yep <laughs> no Batman says no. He's just trying to figure out what the connection is between Hamner, the stolen wolves, and that hairy weirdo. Oh, the werewolf. Yeah. How does Batman not realize that this is a werewolf? I think it's like one of those things. It's like Midnight Mass when they refuse to say the word vampire. Yeah, I get that. It's it's also kind of like... This is weird because Batman had such a hard time with leprechauns. Mm-hmm. But he fights a werewolf. Maybe he like just has like a mental block when it comes to like fairy tales and folklore. I might hate the Irish. <laughs> As we all know, Batman, the animated series, big anti-Irish Yeah, sentiment. really big. Really, really hates the Irish. We suspect the Joker's Irish. Um, He said it. He said as much. Yeah, he goes, no, I'm Irish. Though his last name's Napier, which is French, but that's okay. Uh, oh, but wouldn't that be Napier? <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> all right. Um, by the way, this is not something Batman would ever say. He would not say that hairy weirdo. No. That is Len Wein, my friends. Yeah, that is all. Len Wein's putting the dialogue in here, baby. Slapping his ween all over the place. Slapping that ween. (laughs) All right. The hairs that Batman has studied, as we see in the sample uh, that he's holding, uh, they check out his genuine wolf hair. And Alfred finishes fixing the Batmobile. Batman hops in and just speeds away. And Alfred is left with a, you're welcome. Yeah, poor Alfred, man. 
unsung hero of the series. He really is. Batman gives him no credit. No credits. Lightning flash. Yeah, lightning flashes <laughs> over the establishing shot of Romulus's mansion. It's a huge mansion, beautiful. Or a wolf house. It's the wolf house. Yeah. We cut to a window through which we see Romulus at his desk, and a moment later, Batman appears inside. I've been expecting you, says Romulus, pushing a red button under his desk. So yeah, he pushes the button, the windows lock, and Batman observes the shelves in Romulus's office, and Batman is offered a drink by Romulus, but Batman refuses it, and Romulus is just really taking his sweet fucking time writing this check, and Batman's becoming uneasy, and then sweaty. He's sweaty. And he's swaying on his feet. He's not doing good. He's complaining about the heat. He walked he right into this trap, dude. Realizes too late, there is poison gas in the room you see yeah. him like fumbling for his like gas mask on his utility belt and he drops it no batman batman shouldn't fall for a trap this easy the trap was very easy yeah it was stupid he walked right into this batman like grabs for tony and falls tony by the way is wearing a smoking jacket and an ascot with no shirt yeah pretty, uh, pretty you know when you're a werewolf you want stuff that comes off easy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i get it either that or you want to wear cool stuff so you're a cool looking werewolf that's right but it, it's gonna be the jeans it's going to be just whatever's on your lower half because everything always, else is getting destroyed. I always love when they put the werewolf in the plaid shirt and the jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good look. Yeah, that's, a, that's a werewolf look. That's a good look. Yeah. Like you, that look. you look kind of like a woodsman or yeah. maybe a guy that like fixes things. Yeah. Yeah. He's a lumberjack and a He's werewolf. A, yeah, a lumberjack werewolf. Yeah. yeah. That's a common... Werewolf lumberjack. That's a common race class combination. I think so. The lumberjack werewolf. Yeah. 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 All right. Um... <laughs> Bruce falls down. <laughs> He's a werewolf lumberjack. Um, and Batman passes out. And of course, then Professor Milo enters the scene, mock apologizing to Batman, saying he should have taken the doctor drink instead. And Romulus smartly removes Batman's utility. You imagine belts, if yeah. Batman got werewolfed. That'd be pretty cool. Be I'm sure that's happened. Batman werewolf. werewolf you don't think that's were- happened in the comics? Oh, there's definitely a werewolf Batman somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know that. He's the world's greatest dog detective. Uh, He's sure. like Scruff McGruff. Well, we know Vampire Batman exists. Oh, yes. That in exists. multiple forms. Yes. Yeah. So obviously. Right. Yeah. There's a werewolf Batman. All right. We go back to Milo's hut. And Mike, even though we're weirdly halfway through the episode, we're almost finished with the episode yep. in many ways yep. because we're about to do like a long flashback sequence. And then pretty much the episode's over. Yep. This is, we don't want to spend too much time. No, I'm, I'm kind of done <laughs> with these animal the episodes. I'm going to race through this. Yeah, let's, let's go. We get back to Milo's hut. We see the Seabass construction sign. Romulus seems pretty unhappy about what they just did. Uh, he seems like an honorable guy who's maybe being forced into the situation. Shortly, we'll find out that's true. Outside, Batman's chained up, still unconscious. And Milo is hopeful that he'll wake up before moonrise because he wants Batman to see the end coming. Romulus clearly has an antagonistic relationship with Milo. He wants whatever Milo has in that little red vial of his. It's got red liquid. I guess it's some kind of antidote. What? No. Romulus says to him, you're worse than any animal I turn into. And then uh, Milo says, ah, but I'm the animal that holds the key to your salvation. So apparently Tony has to earn this antidote from Milo. And Milo, Milo says, no pain, no gain. Oh, nice. Then we get the longest flashback sequence I have ever seen in Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. Other than the Robin's Reckoning flashbacks. Yes. We flashback to Tony in training for the... I thought it was Autumn Games, but I think I just misread it. I think it was August Games. Yeah. Uh, we see another scene contained within the flashback. Tony is accepting... A steroid derivative that Milo developed, one that contains Timberwolf estrogen. That's good. And Milo drops the line of the episode, steroids, Mr. Romulus? (laughs) (laughs) Very funny. 
Uh, Tony's eyes widen with delight when he finds out it's undetectable because he wants that gold medal so, so bad he could taste it. Tony drinks it, heedless of Milo's half-hearted warning about it being untested. Milo begins to discuss his fee as we transition to another event in the flashback sometime later. We see the banner for the games waving over the arena. And then a montage of Romulus competing in various events. We've got the pole vaulting, running, discus throwing. He's beating the shit out of everybody. He's, He's amazing. winning a lot. He's very winning good. everything, doing every He's record. He's the decathlete. He's the Michael Phelps of... Michael Phelps. Phelps, yeah. He's the Michael Phelps of the Olympics. He's the Michael Phelps of Michael Phelps. Yes, he's the Michael Phelps of werewolves. That was well said. Werewolf swimming. Uh, flashback continues. We see Romulus. He's in a hot car with a hot blonde. Uh, Milo is narrating all this. He's talking about Romulus's newfound fame and fortune, but he's you know he sounds pretty upset about it. We're seeing uh, Romulus doing public appearances, commercial endorsements, Champ Flakes. Big fan of Champ Flakes. We love the Champ Flakes. Yeah, not as good as Wheaties, but... Not you know, as good as Wheaties. No. Milo's voice becomes more agitated as he narrates about Romulus's selfishness. And then finally, we see the key scene in the flashback. Uh, Milo comes for his payment, and Romulus throws him down the stairs. Yep. Claiming it was his own efforts that got him where he was. It wasn't your concoction. That's right. He's going to go the rest of the way alone. But, of course, then the full moon happens, and Romulus turns. It's a partial transformation. Yeah, this is like Wolfman. Well, yeah, like Wolfman. Yeah. As opposed to, I guess, Man-Wolf. As opposed to, like, full-on wolf. Yeah, like, he doesn't have, like, the wolf head and everything. Nah, he's got, like, a regular guy um, face. But clearly he's fucked up. Yeah, And yeah, Milo, yeah. of course, knew this would happen. Yeah, of course, because he did it on purpose. It's insurance. So he heads to Milo's lab, back when Milo still had a lab and not a fucking hut. And uh, Milo tells him, well, the effects can't be reversed. Which is a pretty good con. Yeah. And he's basically like, listen, I, I can't cure partial werewolfism. I can cure full werewolfism. So. <laughs> That makes no so, sense. It doesn't make any sense. But Romulus, but Romulus is a dumb fucking jock, so what yeah. does he know? Yeah. So he takes the full werewolf concoction, and he's in agonizing pain. He turns into a full werewolf, and Milo tells him that if he wants the pain to ever stop and he wants to be cured, he's going to do exactly what Milo says. Get Batman. Yeah. And in this case, we come back to the present. That is going to be to kill Batman. But, hilariously, when Romulus transforms here... um. <laughs> He gazes out the window. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm a little ahead of myself. Sorry. It's okay. Romulus claims he won't let Milo trick him again. <laughs> and despite Romulus's pleading, however, Milo won't turn over the antidote. Certainly not before the quote-unquote creature's savagery can be released on Batman. He gazes out the window, observing the prone Batman, who's kind of like out in the Coliseum area. We get a shot of the Gotham Zoo elephants looking sad. Yeah. <laughs> Polar bear to giraffes. Our friend John Hamner, the security guard, whistling away. Bullock confronts him. Yep. And hey. he's really fucking rough with oh, him. Oh, no, he's rough He's like, him. listen, I looked at your bank account. You got a bunch of cash after what are you doing? Timberwolves went missing. What's going on? Yeah, he just gave him away. And he basically arrests Hamner, brings him in for questioning. And uh, we get the wolves howling at the zoo as we transition back. The clouds part. We get that rock guitar riffing. Yeah. Back in Milo's hut, Romulus doubles over in pain. You fool, there's no telling what the werewolf might do. Hey, ask me if I care, says Milo. Romulus quickly transforms. It's not as good as the man-bat transformation. It's okay. Yeah. The werewolf does something unexpected, Mike. Does not attack Batman. No. Fucking attacks Milo. Good, he had it coming. destroys the fucking hut. It also destroys the antidote in the process. What are you going to do? And uh, pursuing Milo, the werewolf backs him off a cliff into the construction pit below... He's grievously injured. We don't see him again. 
until the end. Uh, there's his howling, blue lightning, growling, and lots of the rock guitar. Yeah, man. It's, it's metal. We cut to some thunder rumbling. Batman's location becomes more clear. He's chained up in the arena. Finding a, I don't know, a bent piece of scrap metal. It looked like a paper clip or some tweezers yeah, or something. Yeah, like, it looked like an old, like, it looked like an, I don't know, bobby pin or... I don't know. We're not up to this episode with Zatanna yet, but Batman can escape from anything. We know that. Okay, Batman begins his escape as the werewolf attacks and Batman gets loose just in time to fight. We Including cut to a commitment. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We cut to a couple walking past the construction site. A guy named Norman. Norman! <laughs> Looks through the fence and sees Batman fighting a werewolf. We gotta call nine one one. Just this: How in this world you see Batman <laughs> fighting a werewolf and your response is, "Hey, call the police." Yeah, what else could he do? They show up and they just like, "I hey, let him fight." I would have run away. Yeah, I would have been like, uh, "Hey, imagine that! Imagine walking through New York City and you see like Batman fighting a werewolf." Uh, I mean, it'd be pretty cool. Oh, it'd be great. I'd, I'd probably watch. For a while. <laughs> I'll be like, "Yo, is that Batman? Mm-hmm. Yo, he's fighting a werewolf." That's right. We cut back to the fight. I wrote my laziest note of all time. It goes on. <laughs> it's a long fight. We get this one. Do me a favor, Shaggy. Stay down. Zoinks. Batman's beating the dog with a fucking wooden beam. <laughs> Batman uh, has this thing run into a metal ladder. He takes the fight up a level because Batman's going to have the advantage up high. Sirens, well, I mean, Sirens wail as the police arrive. I wonder if this was from Bullock interrogating John Hamner, or is this from the couple calling 911? Either or, but Maybe I'm both. Getting, Batman's going to have the high ground, and we know. he's ha- He's got the high ground. High ground is means it's over. Bullock pops out of the lead squad car. He's telling officers to hold their fire because they can see the fight between Batman and the werewolf up on the roof. Uh, Batman's still calling this guy Harry. It's a little... Come on. It's like the fourth dude, time. Dude, like, once is enough. Come on, Len Wein. Come on, Len. All right. Uh, Batman's using a chain on the guy now. He eventually gets a freight oh, hook involved. I do like the chain yeah. because he puts that chain through his mouth and he rides him like a horse. That was cool. Yeah. Batman likes doing that. Yeah, he, does he does that a yeah. lot. He does it to the shark. He does. <laughs> yeah, that's the last time he really did that was laughing And then he fish. rides that wrecking ball. Right. You came in like a wrecking ball. Um... Yeah, we get the wrecking ball. The the hook on the wrecking ball uh, takes out the werewolf finally, basically. And then lightning strikes the fucking crane hook while the werewolf is on it. Uh, he lands in the river. And Mike, I don't know. There's some air bubbles. And then there's then there's no more air bubbles. I think he survived. We don't know that yet. Yeah, Batman wouldn't kill him. Pretty fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, he's probably dead. Anyway. We cut to some time later. My favorite cut. You know what I do like? I want to go back for just a second. Sure. So Batman and the werewolf are fighting on the roof. The yeah. cops are there. They're they're like aiming their guns at the werewolf. And Bullock's like, yeah, let him fight. Yeah, he's, they, right. He's, he's like, like, well, if the werewolf kills Batman, I won't get in trouble with Gordon. Yeah. But it's also one of those things where I almost feel like Bullock is like, nah, Batman can handle a werewolf. Right, because this is like after... I would have helped. Yeah, of course you would have. But like, this is Bullock, and he doesn't want to fight a wolf. Right, this is after Bullock's Killer Croc episode. Yeah, yeah. this is after Vendetta, so like he and Batman have like a mutual respect for each other now. This is post-Vendetta, Bullock and Batman relationship, right? It's not as antagonistic. Still not great. Maybe Maybe Bullock like watching it. Maybe he's got money on this fight. He's like, I got money on the... I got 20 on the wolf. I got 20 on... (laughs) Listen, Batman gonna get ripped up. (laughs) Uh, Milo's being taken away in a stretcher, brought into an ambulance. Gordon is there. You know, my friend, I'm innocent. They'll never convict me of a thing. Don't bet on it, says Gordon, closing the doors. Batman stalks off, as observed by Gordon. 
retreating across the top of the nearby building. We get a shot of Milo looking pretty worried in the ambulance. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, he yeah. thinks he's, he's going away for a while. Yeah. Bullock says there's no sign of the werewolf, but there's another full moon in four weeks. Like and, every like every four weeks. <laughs> thank you, Bullock. Yeah, thanks, Bullock. And then they'll know for sure. And then actually, Mike, uh, truly, I actually really like the ending of the yeah, episode. Yeah, me too. So it's a two-scene ending. We get a daytime shot of Romulus's beautiful mansion, which we saw before. Uh, now there's a for sale sign. A realtor is showing off the house to a wealthy young couple. The husband recognizes the place. Hey, this belonged to Anthony Romulus. The realtor explains that he disappeared, and the house is being sold off to pay his creditors. Any idea what happened to him? Nobody really knows. Strange, ain't it? Yeah, the guy had just about everything, and he gave it all up? To be a werewolf. <laughs> and then we get a shot of the blue full moon, the werewolf throwing his head back and howling. But this is not a howl of triumph. This is a howl of anguish and deep sorrow. Very similar ending to Tiger Tiger. It is a very similar ending to Tiger Tiger. It ends on that bitter note. Yep. And the bitter note actually makes up for quite a bit of a not great episode. Yes. It's a good ending. Uh, Mike, your closing thoughts on Moon of the Wolf. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> anything redeeming. Anything. I, I mean, the werewolf is kind of cool, I guess. I like the wolf. Scary wolf. Scary, Scary wolf. wolf. Uh, probably a good episode to watch around Halloween. Uh, the yeah. like you said, no, there's better episodes to watch. I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch on watch Leather the Wings. Scarecrow episodes. I'll watch on Leather Wings. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, like you said, the 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 closing scene, you know, has some degree of like, I don't know, gravitas. Maybe is that the right word? It's got something. Yeah, it's something. got a sorrow. Some gravity. To it. Yeah. Uh, for a hot second, I thought they were doing like a yeah, look what fucking steroids got him. Yeah. Episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of did. A little bit. But it's not as heavy-handed as but like you do is... with like The Forgotten or yeah. Underdwellers or one but of those. this is also... Oh, never too late. Those, but this you know. is also pre-steroid scandal in sports and I also think pre-steroid scandal in... Pro wrestling. Pro wrestling. I think this might be around the same time as the Hulk Hogan thing. Okay. But, but steroids are still something that comes oh, up in the news quite yeah, a lot absolutely. at this time. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Especially late 80s. Are you kidding me? Muscle Beach, baby. <sighs> right. Um, but I do get the sense that the... This this script, this yeah. episode, my closing thoughts, very much reads as morality play to me. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're an athlete, you have it all, and you make a deal with the devil to yeah. really have it all, yeah. and now you pay the price. Yeah. And he could now even you've play lost, fiddle. You, right. You've paid the price for uh, your brief, brief, brief period of wealth and fame. You paid with your humanity. Yeah. This is a very similar ending to, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? I agree. Because you have the rich businessman in that episode in this one yeah. you have a rich athlete who pretty much can't enjoy his wealth for the rest of his life because right. he's terrified right yeah. though that episode makes us feel a little better yeah because Mockridge is the villain yes in If You're So Smart Why Aren't You Rich not yeah. the Riddler yeah 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 in this episode Milo is the villain yeah Romulus is a hero character yeah sort of yeah. is a hero character that sort of went wrong uh, I feel bad for him yeah you, you, I think you're supposed to yeah so that's good um I, yeah, so I do like the bittersweet, or actually just bitter. I like the bitter ending Yeah, it's here. a bitter ending. It's not sweet at all. It's just, yeah, not just sweet a at sad all. ending. Sorry. Uh, and that's it for Moon of the Wolf. Yeah, shove like the wolf. And we're temporarily done with animal episodes. For like one week. For a week. And then we go back to, we get we see Man Bat again real soon. Get more Man Bat soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. But next week, Mike will be covering, appropriately, Mike will be covering Day of the Samurai. Here we go, baby. I didn't get to cover Night of the Ninja. But you're so. getting Day of the Samurai. Which is I like good. that we each got one. We each yeah. got one of the animal episodes. Yep. And we each got one of like the, uh, shall I say, Eastern Intrigue yeah. episodes. Yeah. Everybody gets one. Everybody gets one. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, hey, that's it for me. This was a not as long episode. Bad. But that's okay. Well, I thought our episode was good, but the episode we covered was well, bad. Well, our episodes are always great. Of course. Batman the Animated Series fucks it up sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, to be clear. Yeah. All right. Hey, folks, we're going to sign off. Uh, thank you for joining us. This was the Batman Tasticast for Mike Staub. I'm Jordan Hugh. Thank you, and see you next time. Same bat time, same bat channel. Mike, let's howl. Ow. One, two, three. Ow. Ow. And thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Batman Tasticast. If you want to continue to support the show, please find us on social media at Batman Tasticast on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook, or you can reach out to Jordan and I directly via social media. You can also go to the podcatcher if you're choosing, give us a review. We would love it if you gave us a, f- a five-star review, left some comments, commented on the photos we post to social media so we can continue to talk about these episodes. And if you have any little bits of trivia or information you'd like to share with us, please feel free to reach out. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.